What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. Okay, hello, hello, and welcome back to Confident AF. I am so excited to have you guys here today because we are with another amazing guest, which is my friend Jenna, which I'm so excited to have. Um, I'm like, wait, do I say your last name? Because now you give me like three different last names. <laughs> like, do I say Jenna Vitalko? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, okay, but we are with my friend Jenna. I'm so excited excited to have her on the podcast today because we're actually going to be going over something that I'm sure has been floating around like social media and just in general, media in general, but something that I have no idea anything about. So she's going to really help us dive into that. Um, but first of all, let's just kind of give her an introduction and just tell me about you and all about me, who you are. Hi, I'm Jenna. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Um, I work as a mindset embodiment coach um, and a makeup artist, just to, you know, be jack of all trades. Um, So that my makeup work is kind of what sprang me into the mindset work because I noticed just how much of a struggle it was confidence wise for women. Um, And so that what that is what prompted me to become a mindset coach because I realized just how much our lack of confidence and low self-esteem and the boxes we were trying to fit ourselves into was playing into the lives we lived and whether we played big or small or held ourselves back from our dreams and the work I do. I help you unlock your unlimited potential. Yes. I love that. Best life. That is like so true though. Like I, I think the words that you said, if we played big or small. So um, before we kind of get into how we know each other, can you kind of touch on that and sit, like, why do you think as an artist or a creative that someone would be playing small versus playing big? I think it so much stems of from confidence or lack thereof, self-esteem, yeah, self-worth, and what you truly believe to your core that you're capable of. And I think that so many of us have these very clear and set definitions and standards of what it means to be successful and what it means to be Um, abundant and worthy that we feel deep down that we don't measure up. So we may be trying to pursue a dream, but we're really holding ourselves back at Mm, the same time. Yeah. That's hard for, I think, a lot of us to grasp at the beginning. Um, It definitely was really hard for me to grasp, but it's like this, exactly, you put it so perfectly. It's like, we have this dream and we're pursuing it. Yes. But we're never like making traction on it. And it's like, why we can feel so frustrated. I think, especially as creatives. And a lot of times we're like, well, why isn't this happening? Or why isn't this going the way that I want it to? And you're basically saying that's because we already believe that we're not worthy of that. Right. I think so. I mean, girl, I lived it. Yeah. So like I've been a makeup artist for 22 years. Um, When I look at my career, it looks like, okay, I've done some epic shit. Yeah. I have had quote unquote successes. When you just ask me 
or prior to me going on this journey and doing this work, if you were to ask me about my career, I'm like, oh, I'm a starving artist. I'm like trying to live the dream, blah, blah, blah. Um, kind of overlooking the fact that you had great success. Already. I had great yeah. success, but because my definitions of success were tied up into like the financials oh, and the stability yeah. and my self-worth and what I believed that I could actually achieve in this line of work, which all didn't even realize this was all going on. Yeah. This was all underlying. But I never defined myself as a success because of what my deep-rooted beliefs were. So your version or what you were defining as successful wasn't what you had achieved. And so then, like you had said, like, you're not, you're not successful, even though now your definition of success, I'm assuming, has changed, right? It has changed. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, anybody looking at my makeup career, I had, I had young up and coming makeup artists dying to work with me mm. or saying, man, I wish I could have done what you've done. I mean, I've toured with yeah. bands that people know. I've been a personal makeup artist to a handful of celebrities. I have been on every red carpet that you see on TV. Yeah. I've done that work. I've been with so many musicians. I gave an artist a haircut that defined a genre. Really? Wait, who? I'm like, why are we not talking about this? Oh my God. I keep, like, I'm... You downplay it. I downplay it because, so at the end of the day, for me, I always defined what I did as struggling and starving. And for me, I, I came to this aha moment, like, just a couple of weeks ago when I was really, like, analyzing, okay, back in the day, like, what did I consider... How would I have measured my success? Yeah. And my success measurement was when I was making um, a six-figure-plus income as a makeup artist. That, to me, would have meant I was successful at what I was doing. I was making a good living, right? Mm -hmm. But I could never – I also, in my head, could never achieve that amount of wealth until I was successful at what I was doing. Oh, so, you know so they were like, they um, were butting heads. They were coming like catch 22. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I was setting myself up to fail no matter what. I couldn't be a success till I was making the money, but I couldn't make the money until I was a success. Right. So even though I didn't, because you couldn't like charge that much is what you're that, saying. And yeah. I just didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in my capabilities. I had zero confidence. I would walk on a set and let the talent walk all over me because I was doubting that I was good enough to be there. Wow. Even though I can say, honestly, I am damn skilled. So going off that, okay, I... It wasn't up until a year ago that I felt comfortable and I still, it still gives me a little bit of um, uneasiness to use the term celebrity makeup artist when, disca- when really? describing really? myself. Really? Yeah. It makes me really uneasy to say I'm a celebrity makeup artist. Well, it's interesting you say that because when I met, I think you should use that. Right? Because. I should. When I met I you. it's deserved. It is well-deserved. <laughs> well-deserved. But when I met you. I, I met you through, so I guess this actually leads perfectly into like how we met. So Jenna and I actually met through a mutual coach. So we both coached with Brianna and, um, we ended up just meeting online and then we ended up doing a, um, collab together 
two Christmases ago. Um, that's really crazy. I know we were saying that earlier, but that's like, feels like it's just like last year. But I think it was two Christmases ago. We did a collab together and that's when we really started to get to know each other more. And then we've just been friends online. It was so crazy. It's such a small world. I always believe in this, but in, I was in San Diego with Renee for a wedding. Renee and I end up going to a pool party that we weren't even going to go to end up meeting some girls. Um, one of which was like, um, oh, I just loved like you and your husband, your vibe, whatever. Right. And this also speaks to like why you should always be just living your truth and just living out, you know, just being who you are, because that's the only reason I met these girls is because we were just like just having fun. We were being ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And the girl adds me on Instagram, you know, just like normally, you know, people do whatever when we're like drunk or whatever. And then as her and I started to connect on Instagram and connect the dots, we both see that we both follow you. And she's like, oh, my God, like, how do you know Jenna? And I'm like, oh, I tell her, you know, we both worked with the same coach and we're just friends online, whatever. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I said, wait, wait, how do you know her? And she's like, oh, she was a makeup artist on a TV show, I think she said, or something like. I think it was the. Um it was with a band called Hey Monday. Okay. Which was on um, Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. It was on his, they were on his record label at the time. Decades. Okay. Okay. Cause it was something like, however she said it, which I don't even remember. Yeah. However she said it, it was a big deal. Like I didn't even realize, like know you in that capacity. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> wait, she was what? And then I was like, oh wow. Like Jenna is a huge celebrity makeup artist. Like I didn't realize, even realize how big you were until that moment made it actually click for me even more how much of a big deal you were. I mean, big <laughs> deal. I'm like, like literally eh. turning lobster right now. Oh um, no, don't. Big deal. But yes, yeah, so she did an interview with me. That's really crazy. So strange. I remember when you DM'd me and you're like, oh my God, how did this happen? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that was really nuts. Um, she's really sweet. She's yeah. a really kind, sweet human. Um, I really enjoyed it. It is very rare that somebody comes knocking on my door wanting to interview me. <laughs> so I was you're very like, sure. Like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how Jenna and I met um, is through a mutual coach and just being online and being in the same space. I'm like, wait, what was the next spot? What was the next thing? (laughs) (laughs) Weekly win and weekly fave, which I definitely fucking forgot mine. Um, (laughs) I told you I was going to forget if I didn't write it down. Okay, let's just go into our weekly win and our weekly fave. We're going to have Jenna go first because I can't even remember my weekly win, you guys. I I know I knew it. I was like, I got to write down my weekly fave and my weekly win. Wrote down my fave, forgot my win. So I'm going to think about it while Jenna's talking about hers. All right. I'm going to actually consider my weekly win something that just happened here now. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. And that I realized that I still had a little bit of a fear around being seen. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. I love, so like I've been on this journey of like personal development and growth and awareness, right? And working through triggers and traumas and fears and beliefs and all that for like two years now. Um, I love when I discover something that's like still there or like that I didn't even that you can work was on ever there yeah because it's like ah cool something to work on because each 
new thing that you overcome is just more growth. And yeah. it's like, they're never going to stop coming. No. Ever. You're never going to not be triggered by something. Yes. You're never not going to have some sort of like shit storm in life that sends you into trauma mode. Yeah. Um, it's how you deal with it. So like now when things come up and I realize, ooh, I'm harboring something, I get excited. Yeah. <laughs> because I because it's something you can work through. I can work through. Like, ooh, that's there. And now I can explore how that's holding me back and shed it. So yes. it can't hold me back anymore. So I consider that a win. I love that, that weekly win. I want to pet him so bad. Oh my God. And he just literally attacked you. Who know that he's around here yeah. right now and I'm not petting him. There's a reason. Yeah, Jenna is really <laughs> holding a lot of restraint. So daddy is like circling us. Nikki's just passed out on the floor, but daddy is like staring deeply into Jenna's eyes. And Jenna is doing a great job at Jenna's not interacting, at which is really nice. <laughs> because if you guys know my bulldog um, last week, if you saw on the Confident um, AF podcast Instagram, you would have seen I posted a video of Grazel and daddy. Grazel was sitting basically here to the back of the couch and daddy was like on the couch, like trying to get over the couch <laughs> to hang out with Grazel. <laughs> and Grazel was just like taking a video of it and it was just hyping him up so much. So Jenna's doing an amazing job, guys, but the dogs are here. I'll take a um, I'll take a video at the end. But yes, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yes. I really just want to swoop down and hug him. But I'm not going to. Um so, okay, weekly, when we covered, weekly yes. fave. Weekly fave. It's always going to be a book for me. Okay, um, yay. <laughs> so, right now, I am listening to um, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon yes. Hill on audiobook um, while I take my morning hike every morning. And so many aha moments and nuggets. I am loving that book. So, it's a definite fave right now. Yeah, so that's what we were just talking about before we started recording is um, Michelle, which you guys know um, from the podcast before, Big Shell. She actually has read this book as well, Outwitting the Devil. And not only her, but my other friend, um, what is wrong with my brain? <laughs> like, what is wrong with my brain? I can't even remember. Oh, Jelly. Um, my other friend, Jelly, is reading it right now. And like, then you were reading it. And I've been seeing everybody on Instagram just reading it. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I need to. Um, read this book. So I'll have it linked. You guys know I'll have it linked on the Instagram and then also in the show notes, but it is definitely like they say a harder read, right? Yeah. So it was, That's why it, it was, um, written in what year did you say? 19. Okay, so it was written in 1938. Okay. Um, I would, I, I am when I was listening, so I'm listening to it and I think listening to it is actually infinitely easier than trying to read it. Okay. Um, and that, like, I was telling you before we started recording yeah. that they do, if you find the right recording of it, they do um, a narration, like a different voice for the devil and a voice for right, the right. author. Um, and it's really cool. It's, it makes it li that much more engaging to listen and to. And intense, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for being written in 1938, when I was listening to it the past couple of days, I was struck by the thought that it was way ahead of its time. Oh, okay. But then as I was thinking that, and I'm like such a, I'm kind of a nerd. I like have a thought and then I'm like, well, let's explore that. Thought. Oh my God. Me. So, <laughs> Literally me. So I had that thought, but then I'm thinking about that thought a little deeper and I'm like, well, maybe that's not actually true. Maybe it's not ahead of its time so much as these concepts are timeless. Ooh. And so many of us have just been, um, 
I guess, shut off to them for so long that we, you know, it feels like when we're reading it, like, wow, how is this guy so new age? Well, new Mm. age isn't really new age. It's their old concept. They're concepts that have existed since the dawn of time. Right. That we're just all starting to wrap our head around and we're just now starting to drive into the mainstream. That's a really interesting take on it. I found it to be like fascinating to like thought provoking. Yeah. Yeah. To to like deep dive into that thought. Um, And I was also telling you that the concepts in the book, they really resonate with me. His application of the concepts are dated because they're pertaining to what's going on in the world at that time on the brink of world war that that particular government um, and and all of the issues that they're dealing with in a 1938 world. But if you take the concepts and you apply them to what we're dealing with now, our current political right. and current events, um, it applies. Really? It really does. So they are timeless. They are timeless. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm going to have to read it. I know I'm going to have to read it, but I know it's going to be a hard read for me. Um, yeah. Because so I actually may listen to it on audio because I feel like reading for me is something that I love to do, but it also is hard for me to really get engaged in a book. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I liked Amanda Francis's book so much is because I did feel like it was more like just me and someone talking versus like um, when books are a little bit more like you're saying like a older type of book um like I was reading a book on spirituality and it was like it almost I felt like I had to read the same thing over a lot because I wasn't like fully present Mm -hmm. sometimes and that could be that's like a me problem but also I'm like I need to be able to like get engaged with the book and be excited so maybe listening it can be difficult to get engaged a lot of my book choices as of late have been all learning type books not fun not quote-unquote fun type (laughs) books um conversational she is very conversational talking to your best friend but you know i think that also goes to what you're talking about about um applying the same concepts because actually grazel brought me this book it's called your pocket self-esteem guide increase your confidence transform your life so she said she saw it she saw confidence and she was like oh my god you need it but what i like about it which i haven't totally dug into it yet but this is what she was saying she liked about it as well is there's actual like um you can see like the way that it is it's like Mm -hmm. step-by-step guides kind of um and i think a book like this i get i still get excited to read even though it's not conversational because I'm like, oh, I'm going to apply those techniques to my coaching and to my clients or to my Instagram or to a something, you know, like a podcast like this. And so even on books, like you're saying, like that are older and you're able to apply those concepts, that's something that makes me like excited to yeah. read it. So, yeah. you know, I don't want to go in and spoil it for you, but <laughs> um, they talk a lot about. I mean, the devil talks a lot about how basically he's boasting about how he has control over 98% of our population. Right. Um, And he has them while they're earthbound. He has them before they even 
leave this earth and right. pass on to the afterlife. They're already in his clutches. And the narrator is like, how is that possible? And it's all mindset. It's all being mindful, having a mind of your own instead of just taking what you're told and operating your life by that standard without ever questioning it. That's something that I am super passionate about because I've talked about this on the podcast and on my Instagram, but I feel like a lot of times before I was doing all this work and before I was like even aware, I've always been like a um, more like, I guess, like resistant type of personality to like, um, I guess my parents, like if my mom, I don't think my mom listens to this podcast, but she would be like, yeah, you are resistant as fuck to everything we did. Um, She always compares me now to my niece. My niece is very like opinionated. My niece is just like, oh yeah, she is. She's just everything. Right. And she's like, my mom is like, yeah, she's just like you. She's hard to handle, like doesn't want to listen to anyone. So I've always kind of been like that. But I think before, I think before I did any of this work, the reason that I was doing that was just because, right? There wasn't a rhyme or a reason. And now I'm really passionate that if I don't believe in something that I am not going to do it. And that that actually goes into that probably now that I'm saying it out loud, it's probably um, because of the story that I told, I think on episode two or three about the, um, about the shoe store Mm -hmm. and how like when that happened, I was like, I'm never going to say anything like that ever again. And, um, but doing in doing this mindset work, it's almost like you can't like, you cannot convince me to do something that I'm not going to, I don't truly believe in. Okay. Um, so my weekly fave is actually a book as well, but it's kind of like a journal. I forgot to ask you this at lunch, um, about this book, but you get it on Amazon. It's called, um, gratitude for manifestation and it's, it's awesome. It's like a little, um, book. It's not little, it's like the size of a notebook, um, like an eight by 11 and a half. So basically what it does is gratitude for manifestation, right? It sounds like a lot of different words and you're like, how do those fit together? That's what it sounded like to me. But Brienne actually recommended it to me. Basically what it, um, does is every day you write down a bunch of different things. And the whole premise of gratitude for manifestation is you're, you're grateful not only for what you have now, but you're also grateful for the things that you have not received yet. And that's supposed to help you manifest them. And so you're Mm -hmm. supposed to write it in the way, like when you're writing it in the journal, you're supposed to write in the way that you've already received. Mm -hmm. So like, um, it's broken into like, excuse me, five different little sections. So you write like your present gratitude. So you write like today I I wrote like recording the podcast with Jenna, like the podcast with Grazel getting released. Like you write five things. Then you write, um, you send love to someone. So that's like supposed to cultivate good karma. So you Mm -hmm. write down, you know, who you're sending love to. Then you write down an intention for the day, a goal statement. And then you write down um, affirmations. So you write down four affirmations. And then you write down the last part is um, the manifesting gratitude. So you write down things that you haven't received yet that you're grateful for, for receiving. So 
right now, because I'm doing the Amanda Francis book, I've been trying to work with energetic minimums um, for my bank account. And so I've been writing down these large numbers of things that I'm wanting to receive or that I'm wanting to have in my bank account and staying that saying them in in the present tense yeah, that they've already happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think Brianna teaches this and she taught us, um, on the retreat as well, but I've been doing that like pretty much every day, um, since the beginning of the year. And it's really, really helpful. So it's just like a little part of my morning routine. And it sounds like a lot that you write, but it really takes about five minutes. Um, but it makes me think of, first of all, if you know anything about gratitude, you know, gratitude is, you know, very helpful in being grateful for what you already have, but being grateful for things that you're going to receive later and just changing. It's like a mindset shift, right? Mm-hmm. You're just shifting your mindset to saying that you've already received it and being open to receiving it mm-hmm. and continually doing it every single day is like so powerful because you're like, okay, like I am going to receive that $10,000. I am going to receive that. Like, yeah, I already did receive it. It's almost like you already did receive it. So when it comes you're open to receiving it. Nothing's blocking it. You don't like, have the blocks. And you're not only when people say like open to receiving, I never really understood what this meant because I was like, okay, yeah, of course I'm open to receiving yeah, $10,000. The the yeah. <laughs> like I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. Right like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, of course I'm open. But what they really mean is you're not only open to receiving that actual sum of money, but you're also open to opportunities that will give you that. Yes. So you're able to see things all around you, like a job that you may have once turned down, or um, you're able to see that this job is holding you back from another job or that where where you're currently living, you know, isn't uh, serving you anymore, whatever, right? You're able to see those opportunities, take them, and that pushes you towards receiving the additional money, income, or whatever you're manifesting. So it's not always just so direct, like, I'm manifesting, like we were talking about with my, with my friend, Michelle, like, oh, I'm manifesting, receiving that exact amount of money that I need for this course. It's not always that direct, but yeah, yeah. I, um, one of my favorite affirmations is I am open to creative opportunities for abundance. I love that. And I love it because my mindset for so long, how I was conditioned to believe was my money that came into my life was a direct result of hours worked or oh yeah my job i wasn't open to any other possibilities for income or wealth right. or abundance cuz you almost like tied um hard work to money exactly yeah. um another thing that that struck me as you were talking about this which this journal sounds awesome um, and a lot of practices that I like to put into place yeah. daily anyways. Um, I love that it's all like in one right format for you. Um, when you said about being open to receiving and what that means, I, I would venture to say another thing is your belief system surrounding mm. what you want to receive because you could be doing all of the right things in the world of manifestation, your affirmations, your gratitude lists, your visualizations, your vision boards. All of these things that you're trying to call into your life, but unbeknownst to you, you have a deep-rooted belief yep. that you can't have that. Oh, and until yes. you uncover We've that all experienced that, right? Belief, <laughs> yes. And, but this, like, so one thing that came up for me ages ago 
And I didn't even realize, one, how deep-seated it was, and two, how this seemingly innocent line impacted me so emotionally and greatly um, was when I was a kid, (laughs) my grandma used to always say to me, we weren't ever meant to be rich. We weren't meant to be rich. That's not for us. We weren't meant to be wealthy people. I feel so sad. Right? And she would just say it like, like casually. Casually. Like it was no big deal. And my grandma, obviously, I love her. She loves loved me. Um, but she was never saying it with the intention to hurt me, right, keep of me course. small, hold me back. That was her belief. Right. And she was just sharing her belief with me. And I didn't realize such a throwaway line that right. I heard in my childhood, I carried with me. To the point where I was actively blocking any yes. possibilities for wealth coming into my life because I didn't believe I could have it. Yeah. It wasn't meant for me. So even though I have these vision boards and these affirmations and my mantras and journaling and meditating and doing all the work, all that work means squat when my subconscious mind is like, yeah, but that's not for you. Yeah. You're not meant to be rich. Yeah. So. I know. It's... um really crazy because I think we like I think we've all experienced it that that exact thing happened but whether we knew it or not um I was like on my last launch I did the same exact thing with Confidence Queens Academy I was so like attached to the number of people that I was going to have in the course but I also that wasn't the only thing like I had worked kind of worked through that enough I think but because I didn't feel worthy for people to actually sign up. I knew the product was great. Mm-hmm. The promotion was great. Like I knew people were interested. The hype was great. I did a great launch um, by the book. You know, I felt aligned to the launch. But as the launch went on, when people weren't signing up, I like had this block that I realized I had this block that people like, I didn't feel worthy enough for them to be in the course and I didn't feel worthy as a coach. And that was like blocking. Huge. Yeah. And so even though like, I feel like coming across in my stories, like I felt like we're probably the most natural I was like whatever, but still like people, even if we're not like directly putting off like an ick vibe, people can still feel when we're doing something for the wrong reasons or when we have like a belief that we're not like our course isn't good enough or that we're not worthy enough. And they it can might feel not it. even register with them. No, it doesn't. No. They just like, they're not attracted. They're to just kind of like, eh, subconsciously, I don't know. Yeah. They're picking up what your subconscious. Is yes. Down. Subconscious is so crazy. I think that's <laughs> yeah. going to be one of my, there's a book that I want to read. That's called the power of the subconscious mind, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And I definitely want to read that because so many, I feel like so many things are stored there that, like you said, like we don't even recognize it when we're picking it up on others. Others don't recognize it when we're putting it, you know, out there. Like it's just all that's, I guess that's why it's called the subconscious. mind. Right? Your subconscious <laughs> mind is the driving force of everything. you. That's do. crazy. Everything you do, everything that you are primed to receive, everything that you attract to yourself, every, every single millisecond of your life is driven by your subconscious. Wait, and I it, have been obsessed with it. I was just about to say, <laughs> is it, this have anything to do with what we're going to talk about? Um, does it touch on that or no? 
Yes and no. Okay, um, I thought I remembered you saying something about that the last time that we were talking about it, but I so can't like, <laughs> I'm going to do my weekly win, and then we're going to get into the um, the meat of this podcast. Um, okay, so my weekly win, that was my weekly fave, which I'll have it linked on Amazon, on um, Instagram, everything for you guys. Um, and I highly recommend it. You can do all that on your own as well, but it is really nice to have just a little area to re- jot it down and like remember what you're supposed to be um, doing each day. But my weekly win is... Um, I have like always struggled with organization and getting things organized. And um, I always like say I'm going to do, you know, organize this and organize that. And I have these dreams of organizing things. And lately, I guess in the past, like three, four months, I've been starting to organize little things here and there. And I finally organized the um, underneath my bathroom cabinet, which has been a disaster yeah so it's a disaster since we moved in um it was just stuff thrown in there you know hair dryers and old makeup and all this stuff and cleaning products like everything was all together and the only reason I did it is because I had some I had the containers because I of course bought the containers and then didn't organize yet but I had the containers over here and when I was cleaning out this space and getting it ready for people to actually come in I was like I got to get rid of these and I put them in um in the bathroom because I was like, okay, at least if they're in the bathroom, like I'll be able to, um, I'll be more willing to do it or whatever. And I only really did it because Renee was throwing such a freaking fit about these containers being in the bathroom. And he's like, these are in my way. Like I can't leave my towel the way I want it. And I was like, okay, just get over it. Like I'm going to do it. And he's like, you've been saying this for six months and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Fine. So I finally organized underneath my bathroom. I feel so gra- good about that. And that's I feel like win. it's like the last like big organization thing that I would like wanted to tackle. So that's, that's my a win. win. Organization's yeah. hard. It's hard. It's hard. Especially in small spaces. Yes. We're and necessary, too. more necessary mm-hmm. for small spaces. Yeah. But my grandma was always like, everything in its place, a place for everything, blah, blah, blah. And that I'm is like, so hard. How? That's a phrase that um, <clears throat> Grazel told me a long time ago um, is, um, I think she saw it on TikTok or something, but it was like, don't put it down, put it in its place. Yeah, that's a good one. And I repeat that to myself like very often because I'm the queen of like putting something just down wherever it lays and like, oh, I'm done with it. Like, let me just throw it over here. Yeah. And she'll always, they, that always plays in my head. Like, no, just put it away. Put like, it away. where does it That's go? such a good one. Because look, like, even those scissors <laughs> I just used, right? Like, literally putting it away it. is right there, but putting it down is right there. Yeah. And now it's messy, right? Yeah. But no, anyways. See, you're not the only one who struggles with that, though. Oh, no, I don't think so either. No. I don't think so at all. But such that's definitely my win for the week is having that organized and just feeling like, Congratulations, come do mine. <laughs> no way. Dude, I threw away like probably like two bags full of like expired things or like oh, yeah. things I just don't like. I didn't like, why am I holding on to that? You know? You should see my makeup closet. Oh my God. Closet. Closet? Closet. How big of a closet is it? It's not huge, but it's a closet. Yeah. Filled with. Makeup and skincare and hair oh care. Oh my god, yes. They get sent things. Yeah. And I'm a hoarder. Not in the respect of like I keep empty packages and stuff, but like if you're gonna send me free stuff, I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. 
because I might need it at some point. And why would I want to go spend money? That stuff's expensive. Yeah. When I can just keep stock and refill my kit from there. Man. You open it up and it's like, it's going to come crashing <gasps> down on really? you. Really? It's so stockpiled and it's impossible to keep it organized at this point. Like, impossible. Um, yeah. And then I always, another funny mindset thing. I used to, like, curse it. I'd be like, oh, I hate this. Oh, my gosh. Just so much crap all the time and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then one day I realized, like, you're sitting here trying to invite abundance into your life. And you have a closet filled with abundance, tens of thousands of dollars worth of product, and you're cursing it because you don't know where to put it all. Like, if that's not blocking more abundance yes. from coming into what, your that life, was like really powerful. I didn't even have anything to say to that. So I, was I like, had that to make so that true. shift. Now when I open it up, and like every time I open the door, inevitably a bag or something falls, falls out. out instead of like being like shit. I'm just like. Thank you more, please. Yes, right? (laughs) Well, that's like we were saying with the Amanda Francis, like being grateful to pay your taxes. I feel like that's kind of similar. Yeah. Like um, paying that with abundance really just means like, oh shit, like I made that much fucking money that I have to pay, make this much of a tax payment and how you can make that into like gratitude instead of- Thank you. um, What was the word that you used a second ago? Um. was it blocking instead of blocking yeah Yeah. that's the word i was like i don't know what shit just falls out my mouth i don't even know what i say half the time (laughs) okay okay an hour and 15 minutes in let's get into the meat of this podcast yes (laughs) that was already meaty i know yes i know i i was telling um i was telling i think it was grazel or michelle i don't remember but i was like I feel like I found my freaking passion. I found what I'm supposed to do. And it's just talking. Like it's talking. Just... Oh my gosh. I love talking. It's like, it's just, I always have been, you know how they say like, or when they'll interview like famous, um, like parents of famous people. And they'll be like, yeah, like she was just singing since she was two years old. And she was always getting in trouble for singing in class or, yeah. you know, making beats in class or whatever. Did you get like, talks too much? Every fucking time should we start a talks too much club yes it was like alicia straight a's talks, talks too, much. too much i hated that box on that stupid fucking report i'm like card, though how is this a box like sorry i'm like gonna get sailor mouth but like, oh it's fine yeah my no, podcast I, is called confident as fuck and i'm sitting behind a sign that says this. fuck <laughs> i can't let my mom is just is your mom like, gonna watch it jennifer marie <laughs> I'm like now we're actually going to get into the meat of it. Um, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about this. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> let me take a sip of something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm really excited because that is exactly what we're really going to touch on. Is our what did you call it? I'm like the your original original program original programming. Yeah. Which I think is basically like this exactly what I is feel human like that's design, a good- right? It's a good, like, summation of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to let Jenna kind of, like, take over before I just sound stupid. So, (laughs) um, basically, this is how I wanted to kind of give a background on how how this happens. So, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, um, Jenna and I, um, or sorry, you might have seen a lot of this stuff about human design going around on Instagram. 
going around in social media, people talking about it. And that's exactly what I was seeing. I was seeing a lot of people talking about it when I was in coaching spaces. People were asking, like, what's your human design? And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Right. And so my what? I started, yeah, I started like kind of like looking at it a little bit, but it's a lot of info. And so, so I got overwhelmed. And obviously I was like, I don't know. And but- you know what? You would because you're a generator. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I feel like that's exactly how people probably are when I'm like, oh, it's because you're a Libra or like, oh, it's because you're an Aries. I see. Like, I was more into like horoscopes and like, um, you know, reading my horoscope chart, which is also very confusing mm-hmm. and a lot of information. But mm-hmm. I don't know why we even started talking about this, but we started. I don't remember how. I don't remember Did how I either. Post something maybe and you commented on it? Because I started, I had started posting a little bit here and there on my stories about human design. I think it was maybe something like that. And we were just like, oh, yeah, like how interesting or whatever. And then she starts like giving me a whole rundown. And she's like, oh, well, if because she's oh, that's what it was. She was like, well, do you know your chart? And I was like, oh, I hold on. I have a screenshot of it. So I sent it to her and then she's like, oh, it's because blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wait, 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 just wait and do my whole thing. And talk about it on the podcast. So I was like, just, but of course, we never stopped talking. But um, do we I don't ever know. stop talking? No. <laughs> um, but I have basically um, no idea really what human design is. I don't know yes. what it's going to um, like consist of, but Jenna knows a ton about it. And so basically, what she's going to do is she's basically going to run through as if I was a client, right? So yeah. you're going to run through my entire chart, give I'll me the try. background, everything. I'll try. I'm gonna, like, so excited. But I feel like you and I are going to like We're go gonna... off on tangents. Oh, that's but okay. I'll, I'll try to keep it as as if, yes, I was giving an actual client session. <laughs> okay. Okay. So she's going to get treat me as a client that can interrupt. So. <laughs> that can, that is allowed to interrupt me. Um, okay. So I'm going to let you take over. All right. Let's take the wheel. So human design, it is... Um, It is one of the primary tools that I like to work with. I work with a whole host of tools. And basically what I like to do as a coach is what exactly I've been talking to you about is going in and helping people to decondition their subconscious and reprogram it or I guess you could say deprogram it back to Mm. your original blueprint. Um, So that's exactly what human design is, is a blueprint. And it is... So it's just a little background on human design. It's a fairly new field of, it's like a mesh between science and woo-woo. Gotcha. But there is a lot of scientific basis for it. Um, It was actually channeled through a man in 1987. He was in Ibiza and he had some existential experience that lasted like five or seven days. I don't remember exactly. Um, in 1987 and he channeled the entire thing and then spent the next, I don't know how many months or years, like fully writing out everything he channeled and developing the system. Um, so he received it. Okay. And the download. Yes, it was a download. Like I would love to get an epic download like that. How cool is that? Oh my God. Yes. I can't even imagine what level he must've been on to have an experience like that. But anyways. So it is a synthesis of astrology, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah Tree of Life, um, quantum physics, 
there could be something else in there, and I don't remember, <laughs> but it's a synthesis of all of these different okay. fields. Um, and it's basically this system, this kind of like architecture system that provides a blueprint from the exact moment that you were born of okay. how you were designed to be as your most authentic self. Okay. And how you're designed to live in alignment and harmony. Okay. Um, we all have a very unique design. No two people have the same design. But the cool thing about our designs is we were all designed to work together. Symbiotically yeah. Together. Um, the, where the problem arises is that we're conditioned in this one-size-fits-all culture mm. or society that for a large percentage of us goes against the grain of how we were designed. It's like this box of standards that we were all raised to be in. Like you and I were talking before about um, like where I came from is very much expected graduate high school, go right. to college, graduate yeah. college, get a job, meet your spouse, get married, buy a house, have kids, and then that's life until you die. And uh, it. Like, <laughs> I was like, pump the brakes. Like, that is like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, that is so not life for me. Um, and also, it, just learning my human design. There's so many aspects of that life that were not meant for me. Like, yeah, I'm not designed to work a nine to five job. In fact, my type is very much designed to work in very short, intentional spurts and okay. rest. Okay. I need to rest, 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 rest. Um, my husband is designed to be very hustle, 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 as are you. So Not surprising. It's very difficult for me to keep up with people like you. I'm exhausted. Like, I will just want to go take a nap. I'm excited to get into the different types because so many people have been talking about it. So, like, can you kind of break that down for us? Like, what are yes. the different yes, types? Absolutely. So there are five types. So the large majority of the collective or population of this world are either generators or manifesting generators. So they each make up 35% of the population. They have a lot of similar characteristics. So that okay. constitutes 70% of the population. Wow. Okay. Um, and one of the defining characteristics is their motor centers their energy centers, they are able to go, to go, go, go. Okay. So that's based on actual, like, that's <clears throat> part of, part of it. That's based on actual science. Is it what you're saying? Like your um, actual motor center? So the centers are based on the shock. That was the one I left out. The chakra system. Oh, okay. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> part of the synthesis. Um, so it also has a basis on the chakra system, um, which we, if you know anything about the chakras, there are seven um, in human design. The chakra system is actually evolved to nine. Okay. So the heart chakra split into two um, and the solar plexus chakra split into two. Okay. Um, anyways, but one of the characteristics of many gens, manifesting generators and generators, is that they very much align with hustle. Not in the negative aspect of mm -hmm. hustle, but in the like, I have a reserve of energy and right. I can go. And I can get things done and I can move and I can work long hours and I don't burn out. Um, but with that said, you can burn out if you're not doing something that lights you up. Right. But anyways, so that's those two are the predominant. So then 
the rest of the population, the projectors, that's me. Okay. We make up 20%. We're okay. the ones designed to work in short spurts. We're not designed for working long hours. Okay. Um, we're designed to work very intentionally. Um, and then we're designed to rest. So when we're working in a culture that celebrates hustle yeah. and productivity, we burn out really quick. Um, when I found that out about myself, I can't tell you the enormity of the weight that was lifted off because that was one of my um, mental beat ups. Was For like, sure. I have, ever have the energy to do this. What's wrong with me? Right. And like, or I see I, this person doing X, Y, and like Z. Why can't I do it? Yeah. My husband, who can do a dedicated workout seven days a week and like hardcore, like hit workouts and things like that and feel good and feel energized by it. And I try to keep it up and maybe I get like five days straight or a week straight. But instead of it fueling my energy, it actually it depletes, depletes you. me completely. And then for two weeks straight, I literally can't get off the couch. Yeah. And I think, what the F is wrong with me? Why am I so lazy? Why am I such a procrastinator? Why, wh- what is wrong with me? I'm a slob of a human being because I can't do this. Well, I found out that as a projector, gentle movement that recharges my battery is better. And that's why instead of forcing myself to run marathons like I used to, I now I enjoy daily hikes. Yeah. Or I do things like stretching. And yoga and Pilates, because that is what allows me to still get exercise in my life and movement without completely draining my battery right. and wrecking me for the rest of the day, week, month. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Then there's okay. the manifester. Okay. They're 9% of the population. Um, they also don't have heavy access to motor centers. Um, what they, they are the initiators of the world. So they can work on something they're very lit up about. And then once they've gotten it going, their job is to hand it off oh, to somebody interesting. like you. Interesting. Um, and a generator or a manigen can take it and run with it and make it happen. So the manifestor is like the ideas person. Right. And then once they've handed it off, they need to rest and recharge until the next thing comes. Interesting. So that would be like someone who would have an idea for a company and then sell it. Yes. And you see that a lot. Uh, manifestors yeah. will have ideas and not remain committed to them for the rest of their life. It's like they birth it, they raise it, and then they hand it off. And they're like, peace, wow. I'm done. And then they're off to another. But in our culture, commitment is a big thing. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. they probably get a lot of, well, why can't you just stick to one thing? Or what if you were to complete that on your own? Yeah, like, but they're not designed to. Yeah. They, they have the innovative, never heard of ideas mm, mm-hmm. and they bring them into reality at a, a pace that like, we're like, right. wait, what's happening right now? What are you talking about? Right, right. And then, and then it's like, once they've gotten it, like to, um, brought it into reality, then they, they, they're done. Then they need so to go rest. would a manifesting generator be a mix? Of so like- manifesting generator, they're like. That's Michelle. Really? Mm-hmm. So, so is my husband. And there's a lot of them. There really? is a lot of them. And they're freaking superhuman to me because they do get a lot of innovative ideas and they're able to like go, go, go with them yeah. and see them to completion. She is somebody that even I, and I feel like I'm probably, <clears throat> people probably, I think, look at me and say like, 
oh, wow, you're like always going and going and going. But I even look at her and I'm like, holy shit, she is like on another level going. Because the other level is she's birthing this creative idea and then going with it. Whereas you're responding to things and going. Okay. So that's why you're like, that's a whole other level. She's like constantly has an idea and then just goes with it. Which makes sense because, you know, she's doing creation with cakes and baking and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and sometimes she's story, by the way. She's like, I don't know. I just started baking. I, I know. know what I was she's doing. just like, yeah. And she just made it happen. And now she's just got a business out of it. She's crazy, I'm like, like, okay. like crazy it makes like sense that. she's a manny gen. Yeah. She will like be baking at like eleven o'clock at night and just be like, Yeah, I just thought of like this idea. And I'm like And she's gotta do it. Yes. And I, that is something like we were talking about downloads earlier and Mm -hmm. you were saying like, oh, I just would have loved to have like a download like that. I did like when I was reading that Amanda Francis book and I was like, oh my God, this is how I can put that into practice. I did have one of those type of download type of feelings, but I still, I still was like rest first. (laughs) Like like I'm going to type this out in, in my notes so that I don't forget, but I do value rest like so much that I'm like no resting first but yeah she will literally we'll just be like all that with you oh really okay okay yeah, sorry we're talk about let me not all get, that with get ahead of it no, okay, okay so so then there's me there's projectors um we do not have energy like I said and we are guides guides so okay we're here to like steer the ship so like Manny's have the idea you as a generator and Manny gens can carry it out and I'm here to be like, okay, well, let me tell you the most efficient way to do it or let me guide Ooh. you on the right path or let me share the knowledge I have to help you along with this. So that's what we are collectors of knowledge and truth and we're guides. Ooh. And we are the seers. The seers. Yeah. Okay. And I shouldn't say collectors of knowledge necessarily. I'm mixing my profile with my type because as my profile I'm a five one so I'm uh, oh, yeah. I am an investigator is my one line. Um I love to learn and to anything that lights me up I have to know everything about like human design. Yeah. And yeah. and then uh, my five five profile is like more of like the guide and like the teacher. So like I learn and I teach. And you like to teach it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. As you're as you're saying all this, I'm like wondering like what Renee is. Oh my gosh. Like you've no idea since I have discovered human design and then like the deeper I fall into it and the more I learn about it, I literally cannot meet anybody or like even think of anybody that is in my life already without being like, Ooh, I wonder what. Yeah. You need to know people's birth time and that one's hard. Oh, I know his birth time. Well, I will I'm like way into like we'll, into astrology. We'll, we'll I don't look, mind asking people's birth time. We will so. look it up for sure. Um, I'm di- like my mom, for example, does not know her birth time, and it's killing me. Oh, so I've like shit. determined she's a. I think she's a generator because I like looked up various times throughout the day to right. make sure the type didn't change. But like I don't, you can't really um, pinpoint anybody's profile or like their energy center specifically, like things like that, like super specifics without the time. Because it changes drastically. Um, but the last one is reflector. Oh, I didn't even know there was another one. There's one okay. more. Yeah. What's her, okay, so we're one percent of the population. They are whoa. They're rare. Um, the other day, I was speaking to my best friend who lives in Atlanta, and she has a daughter. 
And, like, ever since her daughter was born, like, we only get to talk here and there because, like, she also works in production. So she's, like, crazy busy. Um, And we, like, finally had a chance to chat. And, like, I was, like, starting to just spout off all this human design stuff. And she's, like, wait, what? Because, <laughs> like, she hadn't yeah. even, like, we hadn't talked in a while. Um, And then I was, like, you know, I knew her birthday. I asked her what time she was born. And then I was, like, wait, what time was Charlie, her daughter? What time was Charlie born? Because she was telling me all these things about Charlie. And I looked it up. And I accidentally put in a.m. So she was born at 11.59 p.m. And I put in 11.59 a.m. And she came up as um, a Manny Jen. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, but all the things you're telling me, that doesn't make sense. And I was like, wait a second. I put in a.m. And I changed it to p.m. And she's a freaking reflector. Oh, my gosh. And I, like, and I like just stopped. And my, my friend, Christina, was like, wait, Jenna, what? Jenna, Jenna, You're what? like, you don't understand. Tell me what's happening right now. <laughs> my husband is like, she's a her genius. On, <laughs> I had her on speaker. And my husband sitting next to me and goes, no, she's not. Like, ah, he knows now. He's like all into it too. And I was like, she's a reflector. He's like, oh my gosh, you've been dying to meet a reflector. Okay, so tell me about a reflector. Okay. What is it? I know, it's so silly. Like, you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 so, no. I'm just as hyped. They are 1% of the population and they are completely open so like we have the nine energy centers right and the energy centers can either be defined undefined or open. right okay if they're defined you have consistent access to the energy within that center if if they're defined if it's defined okay if it's undefined or open you actually take on the energies of those around you oh. you don't have consistent access of your own which is why which is why I don't have a lot of energy because my motor centers, the sacral center, the root center, the ones that give you that go, mine are open. Okay. So I don't, I have to absorb energy from, from you others in order to be able to really like go. And then once I'm away from you, I'm like, right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, at least that is, is definitely my experience. Um, so a reflector is completely open or undefined. Okay, so they're basically reflecting others. They're reflecting their entire community. Wow. Which is why they're so rare. So, like, you know, each community is, like, designed to have, like, a reflector as the balance to, like, show right. the community if they're on the right path or, you know, like, showing what's working, what's not. Wow. That mm -hmm. is very powerful. It's so powerful. Um, they are known to be very psychic and very, like, cosmic beings and very intuitive. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. But environment's everything for them. So if you're in, the, if they're in the wrong place by the wrong people, like they're taking on all of that the energy and it's bad for them. So like, like even like in their home life, like they really need to be conscientious of like maybe utilizing feng shui and like staying very organized and like very harm, um, harmonious in their life. Right. In their, in their home life. So that way their space feels good to them yeah because if it doesn't feel good they won't feel good yeah wow and when they're in like a shitty place if they're having those feelings they need to like go like get out wow probably i would say large crowds are probably very difficult for right. a reflector i would think personally unless they've set up the correct energetic boundaries right of from absorption because, like, I know I personally have a lot of issue being with a lot of people because I only have three defined centers. And my undefined center is I take on a lot of energy, a lot of energy. And my um, my solar plexus, which is the emotional center, is open. And so I absorb 
everybody's feelings and emotions. And yours actually is too. Okay. I thought was really like in keeping because you're, you tend to be a very emotional person. I'm extremely emotional. Mm -hmm. And which everyone always is asking me if I have water in my, in my chart. I don't. But you might not be always picking up on your own emotions. Mm -hmm. You're picking up on others. Yeah. I totally agree. So like, I mean, it could be as, even if your dog is stressed, you're picking up on the stress. Did you notice today, this is a tangent too, but I notice it more that now that I um, am in, now that I'm not so like clogged with my own bullshit (laughs) in the past few years when I'm like able to actually talk to others Mm -hmm. um, and engage in their conversations without having this background noise of like, what the fuck is going on with me? Mm -hmm. And like wondering if they're judging me or wondering if someone is looking, if, you know, I'm looking stupid or I have double chin or whatever, right? Same. Once I got rid of that noise um, in my brain, I was able to interact more closely with people. And first of all, yes, I know I take on a lot of other people's energies, um, which is why even with the podcast, I was like, I only want to do like one guest in my home, maybe like every two weeks. Maybe that's like still a lot because it's a lot of energy that I'm absorbing. Yeah. But um, I'm like, I went on a tangent within my tangent. Um, I was wondering <laughs> if today when we were at lunch, did you notice that I was like everyone who walked in or walked by catches my attention and that's even like I feel like now that I'm not clogged with my own stuff I'm able to like I pick up on things I pick up on when people are moving or adjusting or coming in the restaurant or something like that even though I am really locked into our convo Mm -hmm. I'm still picking up on that do you did you notice that I did that or no yeah Okay, because I feel every like every time there's movement at the door, your eyes every time, mm-hmm. and I really try not to do it because I'm like I am locked into the combo, so yeah, I'm not but that's getting just, distracted or like or being. But I feel like in a but conversation, is it a distraction or is it like you're just feeling it? No, I think I am just feeling it because mm-hmm. I'm not distracted. Like I know what we're talking about. I know we're, mm-hmm. you know, I'm actually like I feel like now, like I'm was saying, like um. Now that I don't have distractions in my head, I feel like I'm probably the least distracted in a convo that I've than I've been. Like I can give a lot of energy and receive a lot of energy in a convo with somebody. But I still have that. And it's almost like something that I'm trying to like fight is You're like very in tune. I'm like trying to fight like when things catch my attention yeah. or stuff like that, because I don't want to come off as like rude or distracted in the convo or like, do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And my counter to that is one. Do you need to fight it if it's well? Now that I'm thinking, I don't. (laughs) And two, you can't control how people perceive you. So true, you're not coming off in any way. It's their perception, and that's on them. I guess that's very true, right? We were talking about perceptions too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just noticed it, and I was like, your intention is never no rude or distracted or whatever disinterested. No, I definitely don't think. And I didn't feel that from you. Okay, good. So. I'm glad to know that from <laughs> you because I was like, oh my God. I was like, fuck, you keep doing that. You keep like looking or being distracted by movement um, or being like my attention is being pulled to the movement or even just my eyes. But okay, last side note, something that 
because you said about the solar plexus and stuff that um, when I did start to get rid of that noise stuff that was in my own mind and I began to be able to like listen to people and be talking to them, it is crazy the amount of people that will tell me like life stories that will tell me like crazy things that they'll be like, I've never told told people this before or they'll just start like crying and talking to me about stuff like that. But only after I didn't have all that stuff going in my own head, mm-hmm. I think because I was probably open to their emotions mm-hmm. more. Which made them more comfortable. Yeah, which makes people comfortable, whatever. Anyways, I just thought that was interesting. I have so many things on this topic because I know we're going to talk about the spleen. Oh, yeah. But does that have anything? Are we also going to talk about the liver or are we going to? Does no. the spleen have anything to do with your? Well, I guess, no, you said it's solar plexus, like emotionals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spleen okay. is um, more of an intuition It's like, it's a very primal center and it's a center. It's not necessarily like just the spleen as the organ. It's the splenic center. That's Um, what, well, okay. Side note again. (laughs) When I was in acupuncture yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I was having like, okay, so this is a total side note again. Zina, I was... The day before yesterday, the day before yesterday, which was the day before I got, went to acupuncture, I've been having like these, I'm like, do I say all this or do I just give a part of it? Because I'm like my, okay. So you know how you, when you go to the bathroom and you're dehydrated, when you pee and you're dehydrated and your, your urine is like darker, yeah. right? And it kind of has like a certain type of like smell, right? Yeah. I might cut out this urine part, but Okay, well, for the past, like, two weeks, I've been feeling, like, my urine and my um, bowel movements are, like, are literally, like, Renee's going to be mortified. I'm dehydrated, right? I know my, I'm really in tune with my body, um, in at least in the past couple years. And so, I know when I feel dehydrated, my, you know, your urine is a little bit darker, whatever. And I'm, like, what the heck? I'm not dehydrated. I'm not drinking. Like, I, maybe I'm drinking one to two times a week, if that. Some weeks, multiple weeks, I go without drinking. So I'm not like dehydrated from drinking. I'm drinking a ton of water. Like I have cut out like any type of like meats that I have that are not doing me well. Like I'm fine, right? Yeah. In all sense of the word. Um, But for past two weeks, I've been feeling like this has just been something that my body is trying to release. Like the other day I get done training my client and um, I walked with her on the treadmill and I was even going to work out after. And I was just had this feeling that I was like, I don't, I feel like I shouldn't work out. Like I'm pretty tired. I'm going to go home. Renee was gone for the, not going to be home till late. So I was like, perfect. I have time to read my book. I haven't read in a while. Between driving home from the gym and getting here, which was maybe like 10 minutes. I got extremely nauseous, like nauseous. And I don't really get nauseous without like a reason, like being hungover or like eating something like bad or like overeating or undereating, right? Like some type of reason. Is this your pregnancy announcement? No, no, no. (laughs) I know everything that I'm saying literally sounds like pregnancy, but I am actually on my period, guys. So no. So I was like, 
thinking maybe like, okay, maybe it has something to do with my period. Like, I don't know. But I was like nauseous to the point where I had to like lay down. And I was like, it was like seven at night. Like it's early. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Like I'm, I told her name. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't stay awake. Like I'm, I'm nauseous. I'm exhausted. I don't, I don't know what's up. So the next day I went to acupuncture acupuncture I feel like you guys I'm gonna do a whole episode on um my experience with acupuncture and also my team of people that I feel like really changed how I viewed myself my body my confidence and how that all worked together but acupuncture is something that I've talked about before on the podcast and that I've talked about um that has really helped me in my journey with myself I go to acupuncture acupuncture I feel like has that answer to everything because it's on a holistic level and so I tell him all this. Right. And Renee's like, I can't believe you told him all of this. Like that, like I would be so embarrassed. And I'm like, he's a doctor. Like he's literally my doctor. Like he's helping me, you know, he's supposed to help me. So anyways, I tell him all this and he's like, have you been holding any emotional? Have you been holding anything emotional? And I was like, well, I said, maybe not for me, but for Renee. So Renee's family is going through some stuff right now. And, um, I said, not for me, but for Renee. And he said, have you been under any emotional stress? And I said, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And um, he was like, yeah, your body is literally trying to expel that emotion because your liver, because he was like, oh, because I'm telling him all these things. And I'm like, I don't know how they're related. Like, I don't know, you know, the bowel movement and the smell is related to like me being um, tired or my my cycle or also this um, random wave of nausea. Yeah. And he's like, your body is literally like, he goes, oh, liver. And I'm like, well, what about my liver? And he's like, he's very like cryptic. He doesn't say much. And I'm like, give me more. Come on, come on, come on. (laughs) Um, And he's like, oh, liver. And I'm like, well, what about my liver? He's like, well, it's trying to like detox you. And I'm like, well, from what? And he's like, well, it's also connected to your emotions. Mm -hmm. Your liver is connected to your emotions and your liver is trying to detox these emotions and actually physically push it out of your body that's why you've been feeling that way. And I'm like, that is insane. That's insane. But it's so on point. Yeah. He's like, so if you're needing to like, let go, like just let your, let that emotional, um, anything emotional that you're holding, let it go. And so anyways, interesting, random side note, but, um, I mean, emotions, trauma, all of it is stored in our body. Oh yeah. That's go away. Like, unless you learn to release it. That's exactly why I feel so strongly about acupuncture mm-hmm. and how much I feel like it affected me is because he's, that's the first thing he told me on our first appointment was your issues are in the tissues. Like your issues are in your muscle tissue. Issues in the tissues. Um, solar, okay. So let me shut up now. is the kidneys. Oh, the kidneys, kidneys which okay. also detox. Mm-hmm. And then, so I go in here and I talk about each. Um, center and like also the physical aspect they're associated with in your body okay so it goes to but i don't think liver is actually part of it i didn't think so when i was thinking about that i thought like but i know spleen oh it is i'm sorry the g center which is um excuse me the heart chakra split into the g center and then the ego which also is sometimes called the heart center okay depends on which book you're reading but okay um so the G center is where your identity lies. Mm. Um, and that is associated with the liver and the blood. Well, I was just going to say that um, 
I will stay here and chat with you as long as you would like because (laughs) (laughs) as a projector, we have a lot of information to share. But the thing is, is that you, so like everybody has like a strategy for like how to live best in their alignment. Um, And ours is wait for the invitation, meaning like if I just came over and was like, hey, Hey, I want to I want to tell you all about human design. um, The likelihood, if you're not into it, of you being receptive to wanting to sit here and listen to me preach to you about all the aspects of human design and just how great it is for your life are slim. Like you're probably going to reject me like. The thing is, is, like, people aren't ready for what you have to offer as oh, a projector. Yeah. So you have to wait for them to be ready. Otherwise, you're just seen as, like... Um, annoying. An- annoying. Exactly. And that happens to me, or has happened in the past to me a lot, of me, like, somebody saying something and I had a very, like, great insight or opinion or experience with it. And I go to share and they're like, yeah, no, I didn't ask you. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of attitude towards it. And it's like... You didn't ask me. And it's like in my head, I'm like, but I'm just trying to help you. Like, right, it's right, right. all good intention. Like, I'm just trying to help. Like, but they're not receptive. They're like shut down. And mm. so that happens a lot to projectors when they share without being invited to share. So the fact that you invited me onto this Now you're like, I can spill. Gives me a platform yes. to just be like, I got so much to say. <laughs> That's so funny. I can like, this kind of thing lights me up. Being asked to be on somebody's podcast is probably, for me, one of the greatest things ever. Because oh, hell yeah. you just gave me an invitation to share all the things I know. Yeah. And, like, that's, I, I'm, like, so stoked right now. <laughs> so, I love it. Yeah. So that's, that's speaking my, that's my love language. It's <laughs> talking. Yeah. Let me hear everything you have to say, Jenna. Okay. Yes. You're like, yes, <laughs> tell me more. I will talk to you for a year straight. Oh my God, that's um, me. So, okay, so we've gone into kind of what human design is. It's a blueprint that was created from the moment that you're born. And what, it, what the entire system is designed to do is to show you or give you insight in how you best thrive. Okay. How you um, best, how you make choices or decisions that are most in alignment for you so you can live the most harmonious life and okay. live to your like, fullest potential and how to pinpoint when you're in and out of alignment (laughs) yes i was saying about how it gives you a blueprint about how you're designed to thrive how to make the best decisions and choices in life that are most in alignment for you to live your most harmonious and to unlock your fullest or live up to your fullest potential okay um it also shows you where um it, it gives you more of an idea of energy management where you have consistent access to energy, where you do not have consistent access to energy. It helps you to pinpoint what may fuel your energy, what may drain your energy Okay. Um, to help keep you in alignment or see where you could be out of alignment. Okay. So um, I really think like it just gives you kind of like this guideline or even like a cheat code into like living your best life yeah how i see it 
What up, guys? Editing Alicia coming in here to break up this episode into two parts. So I hope you guys enjoyed this first part of Jenna basically running over what human design is, how it can help you. In the next episode, she's actually going to go over my specific chart and how that can help me as a business owner. So the next episode is very, very valuable. Even though it's not going to be tailored directly towards you, it will give you a lot more insight onto what the different parts of human design that we kind of touched on here mean for me and then also could mean for you. I also wanted to come on and just say that Jenna is going to be linked obviously on our Instagram, Confident AF Podcast on Instagram. You can find her there. And she is actually running a really great offer for you guys right now. So Jenna is a coach, a business coach, and she also does this for her clients. So she's running a special right now where she actually is going to do your whole entire human design chart. You guys will get that whole ebook like I showed on the Instagram. She'll give you that whole ebook with explanations of your personalized human design chart and what it means for you and how you can use it to your advantage either in business or personal life but also she's going to do a one-on-one call with all of um, the people who purchased that she'll do a one-on-one call intensive just like the next episode is going to be so she'll go over everything with you how it pertains to you and really just go through it with you and help explain it to you so she's actually going to be in when this episode goes live she's in a pre-sale so that means that her offer is going to be discounted up until the 22nd of this month but she is going to do a special for just the confident af podcast listeners which i think is amazing she's going to keep the pre-sale price going until the end of the cart closing so she's going to have the pre-sale price open for you guys all you have to do is dm her confident as fuck and you guys will get that early bird pricing like i said you guys can see how fucking knowledgeable she is about this stuff but you can also see in the next episode and take it from me that if you are a business owner, if you are someone struggling, if you are someone who's into horoscopes, or if you're someone who's, if you're someone struggling with willpower, if you're someone struggling with comparing yourselves to other people who are just always go, 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 right? This is something that could really, really benefit you. And if you are a coach listening to this, I know that this could be very beneficial to potential clients of yours, how to attain more clients, all those things. I don't really think that there's anyone that this could not benefit going into your human design, exploring it, and really understanding yourself. It's just a whole nother level of self-discovery and a whole nother level of self-awareness. So if you're into it, if you guys like it, go follow Jenna. Like I said, you can DM her confident as fuck and you guys will continue to get the early bird pricing on her offer. I really think it is super valuable if you're into the same stuff that I am, which if you're listening to this podcast, I know you are. So thank you so much to Jenna for being on this episode. Don't forget next week, we're going to have her on again for a second part of her going into my personal human design chart and it would be really cool I'm just thinking of this now it would be really cool if you guys also got your human design chart read and explained by her and then you can kind of like compare notes like I said you get that whole ebook that I showed over on the Instagram as well so you can reference back to it whenever you want um Jenna is amazing um, as a coach. So you guys already know this. If I'm co-signing her, you guys know she's legit. So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this fucking episode. I love you so, so much, but until the next time, don't forget to let your confidence shine. <laughs>